What time is it? Hello and welcome to Improv O'Clock. I'm Gareth. Did you know I once kissed Cindy Lauper? It's a true story, but only when you replace Cindy Lauper with a pigeon and kissing with a headbutt. I have a script with me today, though I'm not sure I want to read any more of it now. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script, and they are Shah, Jim, and Josh. Sometimes we say words like fuck, shit, and on special occasions, if you didn't like that, check yourself into the nearest nunnery and start trying to have a conversation with a magical fairy that lives in the sky. Did you know that it's been 15 years to the day since the death of Pavarotti? Will he be making a surprise appearance on Improv O'Clock? No, of course not. He's dead. <laughs> and also, probably didn't die 15 years to the day today. Um, he, he did. What, to, specifically today? Uh, no, he, he died um, when, when this is going to get released. I, I've really? I've ahead of time. Fuck. <laughs> I did we're not known for this kind of production value. Don't set, don't set expectations that we're not going to be able to live up to. <laughs> it's time to move on to the scavenger hunt. Each of our improvers has two minutes to find something in their house that best fits with this description. What's the best blue thing you own? Right, so, Shah, would you like to go first? I would. Hello, everyone. It's me, Adam Shah, your I friend thought that would be your blue thing, because it's blue. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I kind of gave the game away because I'm on a camera. But for those of you who aren't blessed with being able to see what I've got, it's this, an exercise mat. Uh, and explain and why that's the best blue thing you own. Uh, if I'm honest, I don't really have a lot of blue things. I might be banking on some of the blue things I've got. I mean, I've got a blue controller. Uh, that's probably up there. But I mean, in terms of what it's done for my life, I would say... The, the the exercise mat has done more than the controller. It's uh, it's sturdy, it's foamy. It I've done many an exercise on it, and uh, it's caused me to become ten percent hotter. So I suppose, yeah, it's got to be the best blue thing in my house. Okay, I've got to tell you, I, I was thoroughly bored by about seventy percent of that. Josh, <laughs> what's your blue thing? <laughs> This lava lamp over there. We we'll see it. Oh, Shah, you're back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. I didn't want to get up. Quite frankly, I don't give a shit about winning, and it, I like lava lamps, so we're all good. What's wrong with the lava lamp? Tick, tick, tick. Last place, Jim. Um. So I thought, what's better than a singular blue thing? Why not an entire um deck? Oh, if you're about to say deck. Oh, lot of minutes of blue things. Oh, right. Um, so I have brought the bluest of blue things, um, the Blu-ray of James Cameron's Avatar, <laughs> <laughs> which is naturally the, the highest grossing film of all time. Therefore, it is the best film of all time. Uh, fact check that one, because I think that's true, but I'm not 100% certain. And we picked this copy up from 
uh, sex for two pound. And sex is quite a blue topic. We are frugal. Not to not to help your cause anymore. <laughs> not that you need it. You're competing against an exercise mat and a lava lamp. <laughs> And for our foreign viewers, sex is um, a, a, a buying and selling uh, place. Like for games and DVDs. Yeah. If it helps, I, that... I don't think that it's it's pronounced sex. I think it's C-E-X. No, it's, it's, they, they pronounce it sex on the adverts. True story. It's definitely called sex. I have never seen an advert for it, so I wouldn't know. But that sounds ah, wrong. I have. Um, there's a tiktok where there's a um uh, a chain of the shop sex and the smoke coming out of the door and the song your sex is on fire is playing and it makes me giggle every time oh harvey's just arrived you're a grown-ass man get off tiktok (laughs) hey i i have no response to that harvey (laughs) Go grab yes. a blue thing. You have ten seconds. It needs to be the best blue thing, but you've not really got time. Best blue thing. Yep. Ten. He's nine. Just turned around and looked at eight, something behind him. I mean, there's something seven, behind him that's blue. Six. I still eight. think he's going to beat you, Adam Shah. Five. <laughs> four. <laughs> Look, three. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to two, win. Two. One. Yeah, so much better than a fucking exercise mat. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got that exact one in cream. Have <laughs> you? Yeah. Nice. nice, aren't they? The, They're lovely. The I, I would say, Harvey, I don't know if you agree with me, better than an exercise mat. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's how I'm going to rank it. Is my sound all right? Because I haven't got my headphones in because I'm the only one here. Yeah, I've, I've heard that doing a sound check in the middle of a podcast is great. Um, <laughs> there's that production value we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um, so here's how I see it. Uh, Josh, you didn't even move. You just pointed at an object across the room from you. And it was just a lava lamp. That's... Uh, Shah, you can thank me for third place. Harvey... I loved it. It wasn't fantastic, but it didn't need to be. And Jim, <laughs> you romp home with, and Harvey, Jim brought in the Blu-ray of Avatar. <laughs> yeah, you see yeah, that reaction? I like I like That's exactly why Jim won. So, uh, can, Jim, be okay with that. I'm going to give you some notes here. When you try... You get first place. When you bring in a deck of cards, you lose. Just evaluate your life choices there. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go out there and say that if he brought the deck of cards today, he might have still won. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you there, Adam Shah. You brought in a, you brought in an exercise mat. <laughs> now it's time to play a few games. Everything the improvers do and say is meant entirely for comedic purposes. That's what's written. And I read what's written. Our first game is for everyone, and it's called Mixed Up Monologue. Each person will take part... I mean, that wasn't written. (laughs) 
Um, what was supposed to be written, Jim, was a part of the story, which is why I got derailed. But that's fine. I'm not bitter. I, I mean, I probably actually wrote this, so I don't know why I'm taking it out on you. <laughs> Our first game is for everyone, and it's called Mixed Up Monologue. Each person will take a part of the story and will stop when I say the name of another who will resume from there. The title of this story will be chosen by Josh. Josh! It was never the same after... The Event. Okay. So the name of the story is The Event. And we will start with... Harvey. It was never the same after The Event. In a time long, long ago, there was an event. (laughs) This... The story of that event. Do these stories anymore? You're supposed to follow on from the first line, and you just. (laughs) 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 You didn't give me a first line. I'm starting it. What you on about? He did. (laughs) Can't remember what it was. I'm so angry, Josh. I know. It just makes me angry that he disregards it completely. Harvey, you were very rudely interrupted there. Would you like to resume? Did you get, did you give me a line? Yeah, the line was it was ne- never the same after the event. The oh, I thought that was the, the title. The, no, the title of the story is the event. Right. Okay. It was never the same after the event. What was the event? I hear you ask. Well, <laughs> this is the story of that event. He's found a loophole. <laughs> Shah. Once upon a time, there was. Wasn't... <laughs> Why are you restarting the story? Okay, no, how many times do you have to start this story? No, right. <laughs> I'm following on from what Harvey said. He said, What was the event you ask? Well, let me tell you. So I'm now telling you. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was an event. It was a carnival, and at the carnival, they sold only uh, mincemeat. Gareth, once upon a time, there was an event. (laughs) (laughs) Josh. Mincemeat Carnival off Savile Road. Everyone's favourite place to go for both sweet mincemeat for mince pies and regular minced meat from any animal you could think of. Jim. Duck. Lizard. Jim. Several other varieties of animal. What actually went down that night during that event? Well, there's only one person who can truly answer that. Shah. And that's Jim Jengles. Frank Jengles, (laughs) long lost grandson. (laughs) (laughs) And. uh... Harvey. See, Jim Jengles was the owner of said. Mince meat circus. And on this fateful night, on this fateful night, one could only say that he ran out of mince meat. Now, as you can imagine, there was a crowd at the mince meat fair circus. Josh! And then, Imagine the crowd were baying and there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth as they yelled, Give us the mincemeat for the pies and give us our lizard meat. 
I'm cooking three lizard pie for the queen. Jim. The queen found out that she was about to receive a three lizard pie and decided to go and investigate at the nearest bakery and work out what actually was going down. Josh. The queen walked into the nearest bakery and went, Excuse me, do you know what's happening on the Savile Row? Sha. And the bloke in the pie shop said, Oh, what are you want about? This is Savile Row, this is a pie shop. You get what I mean? Now, do you want to buy some fucking pies or not, you old bint? Harvey. The Queen was outraged. Dare you talk to me like that? Off with your head, she said. So the pie owner lost his head. The Queen then decided that she should probably attend Savile Row in person to find out what was happening with the mincemeat situation. Upon arriving, she found a massive crowd. The crowd were indeed pushing Jim Jengles himself into the mincemeat machine, as they had decided that if they could not have any animal mincemeat, they would make do with Jim himself as mince. Jim was screaming at this event as he was being pushed into the mincer. No, no, help me, help me, Jim said. But it was too late and he fell into the mincemeater. What happened next? can only be described as an audacious sound. As we Jim. Heard Jim's... Sorry, I just want to know, what, what's a mince meter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on it! <laughs> there was a mince the meter, the mince meat. and there was a meat mincer, and there were several other inces of mince. All in the... Inces of mince? <laughs> <laughs> all arranged... Hither and thither around the carnival. But of course, Mr. Jangles was no more. The Queen witnessed this and thought to herself, My gosh, there's more blood here than there was at Philip's crash site. Sure. I don't, dear readers, as I'm going to break the fourth wall now, I don't quite know how to follow on from Prince Philip's crash site. So I'm just going to summarize what we've learned so far, if you'll allow me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a carnival that was also a fair that was also a circus and sorry the, the mincemeat circus and it was all about mincemeat and then for some reason the queen Elizabeth II has gone to a pie shop that's not in the carnival to ask about the pies and then she's gone to Savile Row which is nothing to do with pies but that's where she thought she'd find out all about the mincemeat and then it turns out on Savile Row there is actually indeed a mincemeater and a mi meat mincer um, that people use to create mincemeat. Um, I don't know what it's doing there. I thought Savile Row was for shirts. I'm thoroughly confused. Prince Philip's crash site. And scene! I think well, that was one of the most, you know, gripping stories we've told on Mixed I think monologue. it was one of the most non-congruous stories we've ever done. <laughs> mincemeat Circus would be a good name for a band. We've not we've not started a story three times the exact same way before. <laughs> Enter Harvey, who will do his <laughs> damnedest to make sure. Oh, I'm having a bit of a breakdown. Um, oh, just keep rolling. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for a press conference. Three improvisers will be reporters, keen to get the scoop from the interviewee, Adam Shah. But the catch is that they are the only one who doesn't know why they're being questioned. At the end of this, the interviewee will try and guess why they're famous. Asking the questions will be Jim, Josh and Harvey. Adam Shah, 
Can you mute us, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. <clears throat> so, Adam Shah has muted us. Uh, so, everyone who's left, he is an angry nun who has ridden every roller coaster in the UK. <laughs> right. Um, so, let's signal to Shah that he can, he can unmute. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> So good afternoon, uh, everyone. Do we have any questions for Adam Shah? Yes. I'm just wondering, um, what is most important to you, your love of Jesus or your love of thrill-seeking? Well, I've got to say that I find that throughout all of the thrills that I pursue in my life, Jesus is always with me. So, which is more important to me, uh, obviously, our Lord and Saviour, JC, is with me at all times, and he he is the priority. But he's he's only marginally ahead of uh, of thrill seeking for me. Um, I've got a question. Uh, what made you so mad? And are you finding it hard to kick the habit? Well, some people say I am mad. Well, I don't know whether you mean mad as in cross or mad as in insane. But some people have accused me of being insane at times. Um, sorry, I forgot your question. Can you ask me a question again? I said. What's made you so mad? And how are you trying to kick the habit? Ah, uh, yes, yes. So some people have accused me of being insane. Um, and yes, a crack addiction is, is sometimes quite difficult to, to overcome. And I appreciate that. Uh, I, I hate it when people drag up old things from people's <laughs> past. So I'm, I am in, you know, I'm in meetings. I'm, I'm in recovery, uh, hopefully. It'll all be okay. But the, I think the thrill-seeking is definitely an alternative to crack. I think we can all agree on that. Not to take anything away from, from the achievement, um, but what made you stop at the UK? Why not global? Well, <clears throat> it was really supply chain issues. I, I, I'd, I'd have liked to have shipped crack all over the, the, the globe, <laughs> but the UK was my market. And unfortunately, when you get too close to the product, you can become addicted. Uh, and it happened to me, and I, I dare say it may happen again because we've been talking about crack a lot, and crack is quite Moorish. Would you say that that crack um, and, and and your crack usage could lead you into oblivion, like the ride? Because I mean, I love the ride. That'd oblivion. be a colossal talking, stretch. If you're talking about existential oblivion, um, then probably. Um, but I'm trying to make amends with with Jesus and uh, and the church about my crack usage i know um he cut in line in front of you the line for nemesis inferno but did you really have to <laughs> severely beat that man with the book of common prayer <laughs> <laughs> i did and i'll tell you why you wronged me and when you wrong me i have a saying if you wrong adam shah then the beating you will receive will be Incredibly jarring. It's not very um, catchy. I'm not. I've. I've never been very good at, at, at creating sayings. If I'm honest with you, what you've done, I would describe as second to none. Uh, what made you do this act, sister? Well, as I said, uh, it, this man's crossed me. I just decided to beat beat him up with a Bible in in the middle of, I think, a theme park of some sort. Um. Yeah, my memory's hazy with all the crack, but I I think oh. that I I it was a is a moment of anger. Um, but I'm not saying I regret it because at the end of the day, you crossed me, 
you get the B, and that's a capital B for the Bible. Ah. So, uh, Jim, I think of... we have time for one more question. At the I've end of one. the day, um, do, no, Jim's do got you, one. Do you feel more like a a, a hater or a smiler? <laughs> I think it depends on the day. I think Prakshar is definitely a smiler, but and when I think about all the things I've given up, um, I feel like a hater. And uh, if you'll excuse me, I think I'm going to go and find another man to beat to death with a Bible. Okay, so um, Adam Shah, thank you for that interview. Uh, do you know who you are? Am I a priest who beat someone mercilessly to death at Alton Towers? <laughs> Um, so I can see exactly where you've gone with that. When I tell you what it is, I think you'll be annoyed at the questions we asked. <laughs> Probably. You are an angry nun that has ridden every roller coaster in the UK. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I think that was. I think the questions were as good as they could get with the prompt. Yeah, I think they were good. I think the fact that beating someone up with the Book of Common Prayer came up twice <laughs> really led you down the path that you'd killed a man with a Bible. <laughs> I think. I think that's absolutely fair that you you thought that. Um, oh, I had an amazing question that we didn't get to do. I'm so upset. <laughs> what was your question? It was. It was um, Rita Queen of Speed, the guy from the Oblivion video in St. Paul, Shag Marry Avoid. <laughs> and would that have helped? <laughs> no, but it'd have been funny. And I wanted to know the answer. Oh, dear. I felt it coming. I thought I could push it down. Improv o'clock. Now it's time for our discussion. This lot have proven that they can argue about anything, and they're going to prove that again. By answering this question, what's better than sliced bread? Uh, when you go Subway and they prepare the sandwich for you. Ah. Yeah, you so what you're saying, the, the, the thing that's better than sliced bread is, is bread with something in it. Yeah, Made by somebody else. Than sliced bread, but I'm going or, on a theme. Or indeed, anything. <laughs> no, not anything. I wouldn't say, you know, eyeing's better than sliced bread. Yeah, but like so many things, about, like Sega Mega Drive, that's better than sliced bread. Yeah, but you can't eat it. Like, can so you? many things are better than a Sega Mega Drive. But Sega are they? Because the Sega saying Mega. is, is it's the best thing since sliced bread. Nobody says it's the best thing since the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, but people have said that loads of things are the best since best things since sliced bread, which means that so True. many things are better than sliced bread. True. True. How long sliced bread been about? Like the 1950s. Well, who decided? Well, I mean, no, well, since you could bread, bread. Right. People have been slicing bread since before no, the 1950s. I mean, I mean commercially I available sliced bread. Cut bread. Right. 1928. <laughs> Is that the first loaf of commercially available sliced bread? Yes. But it was still sliced bread before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Harvey, I fucked up. Sure. Henry VIII wouldn't make a sandwich with two uncut loaves. <laughs> you don't know. I think. I think yeah, I think I, that people I, just did get analogy. loaves of bread. Yeah, I think people just got two small loaves of bread and stuff. Also, can I say that the first Earl of Sandwich was quite a while after Henry VIII, and the sandwich was named for him. 
So I don't think that Henry VIII was eating sandwiches. Ah, yeah, but not the sandwich as a whole. It was a very particular sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, because what Henry VIII liked to do was a live chicken between two loaves of bread. (laughs) We all do that bird that was stuffed with loads of other birds. I shall call it the green sleeves meal. (laughs) Yeah, it did do the bird stuff with all the birds. I want one of them. The Tudukan. Vegan. Hey, whatever it's called. No, I think I think that one was the uh, like the mythical big creature that oh, I can't. That's a kraken. No, Bigfoot, uh... old unicorn, um, yeti, dragon. Oh my god, I despise you. <laughs> I think that crusty rolls are better than sliced bread because then, well, one you don't have to put. Anything between them to make them nice. Uh, yeah, but you still two. slice it open, don't you? You wouldn't just have one on its own. Well, why not? Like, it, especially if if it was not just like a, a, a standard crusty roll from Sainsbury's. If it was one that you'd bake her freshly baked one with, uh, you know, um, I don't know, garlic and herbs in it. That might well, be quite cockatrice. Nice cockatrice is what you're on about. That's the thing. Oh, bless you. Is that? Is that? <laughs> Is that a, a loaf of bread? No, sorry. Is that a crusty roll that has yes, garlic and herbs? No, a cockatrice is where you get like a a whole boar carcass and then you roast it and you fill it with like a chicken and then you fill that with another thing. And they served it in medieval times and they called it a cockatrice. I think there was probably a few steps between between boar and chicken. I'm not a scientist, all right? <laughs> I was going to say, like you could easily fit a goat in between. <laughs> and I think the pheasant comes before a chicken as well. But does the quail about... go at the end? I've already answered that one. It's okay. What about pizza? Pizza's yeah, what about pizza? Bread. I think if you put well, a, a, a what, what did you call it? A what the fucking on top of a pizza, everyone will be a what the fucking? Do you mean a cockatrice? That's the one. You were thinking of a turducken. Oh yeah. What's that? A turkey. It's where you put a turkey inside duck. A duck inside a chicken or the other way around. See, if you make if it do a pizza base, it would explode. <laughs> pizza base with tadukan on top with a little bit also, of cranberry sauce. Lovely. Also, if you really think about it, when you slice a pizza, does that not make it sliced bread? Because you use a bread dough to make a pizza. I think Italians are currently yeah. cursing you right now. What, all I'm saying is, I'm correct, and number two, Italians can come and fight me. What's the population of Italy? It can't be that big. Becky, do you want to fight Gareth? Is Becky Italian? <laughs> not Italian. I'm not scared about Italy, but I am scared about Becky. <laughs> yeah, as you should be. She's a scary woman. She'd kick your ass, no problem. Yeah. You know the scariest thing about Becky? She'd belittle you as well. Oh, thing. God. Italy's got 59 million people. 59.55, but we, we, we don't split hairs over here. Well, this one, this, I, I've got 59.983, so I don't know what out-of-date reference you're using. I'm currently using the 2020 census. Oh, well, I'm currently using Wikipedia, so suck it. I've <laughs> <laughs> well, got us beat. There's 55. I mean, I'm not sure either of those are great, because, I mean, 2020 good. census was, was two whole years ago. I'm sure there's been some And Wikipedia and some is currently and... existing, so suck it. Ah, no, so the... Uh, 
the United Nations have released, apparently they do this every year, um, they release data on how many people they think are alive in any country, and they think it's 60,276,900. No, nah, they've, ki- they've killed 100,000 people since then. Racist. They're just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> how many people are in Italy? Oh, there's got to be at least 50 million there, surely. <laughs> nice one, Keith. We'll treat ourselves to a nice dinner. See you later. It must it's be the easiest work. job in the world. You just go, yeah, probably around that. That Central African Republic. Never heard of it. Three. Right, next one. <laughs> Do we have any listeners in the Central African Republic? Uh, yeah, but it's 4.83 million, according to the latest uh, data. 4.83 million listeners in the Central African right, Republic. Well, fucking hell, we're doing well. They're potential listeners. No. What, what am I saying? All oh, right. Well, I'm recording a podcast. Oh, no, no, this is fine. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gareth is now on the phone. Oh, yeah. Could you ask the person on the phone what they think of uh, sliced bread and if there's an. I've, been a- I've, I've just been asked to ask you what do you. Oh, no, he's gone. No, 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 oh, wait, no, he's not gone. It's Josh is calling me. Hello, I'm back. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Bin. All right, cheers. Uh, he says a bin. Bin chicken? No, just bin. Uh, he works for the Biffer company, so he's quite biased. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't Josh? No, no, it was my friend John. Very oh, I close. I said it was Josh, because yeah. Josh is also on the phone. Yeah, well, Josh was trying to call me while I was on the phone to John. Ah, uh, I see. You uh, might know John. Big John. Ah, uh, yes. I didn't know he worked for the Biffa Bin Company. He does? Well, I think he's he has he's got the best answer. Yeah, he's he's not, he's not wrong. A bin is better than sliced bread. Okay, mate, I'm oh, just no, like, you know, in recording bed? a podcast. Um I, I can see you currently on the phone, which is why I'm calling you to say to you off the phone. I've been on mute. I left Gareth a voicemail asking him how many people he thought lived in Lesotho. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he still on the phone, though? I'm on the phone to Jim. Uh, So, uh, I best go, Jim. I'm recording the podcast. That's understandable, (laughs) Josh. Harvey's so fucked off with this, he's gone to get his dinner. (laughs) Bye, Josh. See you later. We haven't had a chaotic. We haven't had a chaotic podcast in a while since like. Episode uh, you went there yesterday. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't unchaotic. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot that we record these in advance. No, we don't. What do you want about? We uh, we had a uh, we had a chaotic episode last week. Of course, I remember. We're recording this there. the day before this goes out. Am I right, guys? Wing wing. <laughs> <laughs> Today is the beautiful... Jim will insert the date here. And it's been such a lovely day. I mean, it probably is a Tuesday because we release them on a Tuesday. What a lovely Tuesday. The somethingth of August. Nope. No, it won't the somethingth be of September. Yep. <laughs> More than likely. So I'm going to say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This has been Improv O'Clock. I've been Gareth. Harvey has been Harvey. And Josh has been here. Bye. How do you know I'm here? All right. You're not. But say goodbye. Oh, I don't want to say goodbye now. This carries on. Oh, okay. What's the best thing since sliced bread, Josh? I quite like sea monkeys. They're good. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs>
This has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!